contested. Mother approved. I'm the kid Ruben. I'm the mom Donna and happy almost Halloween. It's a spooky. Is this one? Oh, he's a monster. I'm like, wait, is it spooky? It's our monster movies. Yeah, it's the... I forgot what I said last episode. Monster movies. No, I said I said that... Monster... You said monster. They did the mash. I said they did the mash. Yeah, because... Yeah, I don't think we can say that without having to pay him what? some you money. You can say whatever you want. I could say the names of songs. I could say, like... I could be like... Free bird, free fallen. Uh, but, but if you sing it, is that the problem? Yeah, you can't sing it. Okay, so me so breaking. I could, say, I could say I was working in the lab late last night. Awoo. When my eyes beheld. Yeah, yeah, I, we can keep going. Awoo, awoo. Okay, well we're not singing though. Um. Okay, so is Monster Mash is the theme essentially? Mo- yeah, it's, Monster Mash. This is Monster Mood. This is just a stupid name I came up with for Monster Mood. But it was really good. Thanks, mom. You're welcome. Um, you're listening to Kid Tested Mother Approved. It's a weekly podcast where each week we pick a theme or a theme is given to us. Uh, and then we pick a movie for each other to watch based on that theme. What are you doing? <laughs> I always do that to you. You do always try to make me laugh when I'm giving the spiel. And last week, you, uh, you I broke. broke super hard during the spiel. I had to close my eyes. Yeah, because, yeah. Okay. Uh, um. So, yeah. So, go ahead and finish your spiel. No, no, no. So, what I was just going to say is, this week, I mean, I'll just say the movie's up front. It was sure. Cloverfield. And you gave that to me. I gave you Cloverfield, and you gave me Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Uh-huh. It's meet, right? Yeah. Not versus, meet. Meet. 1948. And what I wanted to talk about before we really dive into sure. it is with Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, it's one of the earliest horror comedies. I would say, yeah. It really is, of like mixing the two genres and like, I mean, we'll probably talk about this, but Quentin Tarantino watched that as like an inspiration for how to blend genres. Nice. Because it's it, it, I'm sure for 1940 or whatever it came out, it was a little scary. Yeah. But it also was a little funny. Well, because like, Abbott and Costello were really popular in the 40s. So they have always been trying to replicate that. Okay. I mean, obviously with comedy horror, uh, with things like Shaun of the Dead, it's Nick Frost and Simon Pegg versus zombies who Nick Frost and Simon Pegg were on space together and they, you know, they did all sorts of stuff. They've always been kind of trying to replicate the comedic duo versus monster okay uh, they did it in the uh well in late 90s early 2000s they came to kevin smith okay and they were like hey we have the right whoever the company was i think it was the weinstein whatever they had the rights to michael myers and hellraiser okay and they said we want to do jay and silent bob meet hellraiser jay and silent bob meet M- michael myers how do you do that and then like i think he like Kevin Smith was like, that sounds awful, but like, I, I mean, we can try it. And then he brought it up to Ben Affleck and Ben Affleck was like, that's so dumb. It just might work. Right. And it ended up not being anything. They ended up not doing it. But what I said to you is I want you to think of a comedy duo from okay. time. Okay. And I want you to put them, make them go against a, some sort of movie villain monster. Okay. Whatever, and I'm going to do one, you're going to do one, but I want you to go first, because I okay. forgot mine. <laughs> That's okay. So, I was thinking... Okay. I have to... I was thinking um, Adam Sandler... Yeah. ...and Steve Buscemi together, because yeah. they're kind of a comedy they, duo. They do, Could yeah, you they call work them a lot. That? Yeah, I would... I feel like... I feel like I'd pair him more with Rob Schneider, but, like, Steve Buscemi mm-hmm. and Adam Sandler, they're in a lot together that you don't realize. Like, Airheads. Right. Like, because Airheads isn't really an Adam Sandler movie. No. But, it, but it's Adam Sandler, Steve Buscemi. Like, they work right. together a lot. So I would pair those two together. Okay. Versus Kay. Freddy Krueger. <laughs> I hate it, but I don't hate it. I just think it would have been funny. 
they because they could you would have been able to oh Freddy Krueger's gonna get me right. <laughs> don't fall asleep like that totally exactly like, you know what I was thinking because I asked you because you were trying to you were asking me for some help of like right. who did who to do this and how how to figure this out what I thought you were gonna do okay was Adam Sandler Steve Buscemi that whole crew yeah but scream. So oh. Ghostface is gonna get me like right. that whole like, cause he, him walking in a room, David Spade being dead or something, and then Adam Sandler doing the Adam Sandler man baby yell the oh my gosh like oh I could see that yeah. yeah and then oh the reveal that it's Rob Schneider you know what I mean like some right. weird like so what I thought similar similar era actually okay late nineties okay Chris Farley okay David Spade okay Blair Witch. Oh, I think that would be really funny. Of like, just Chris Farley running through the forest, but in that handy cam style. Okay. Of just running through the forest, like, oh my gosh, like trying right. to like, it's a witch, and it's just like David Spade in a witch costume. He's like, why do I have to wear this? It's like, <laughs> we're we're hunting the witch, like, because you really can mesh it well. You can do it horribly, but it, I think people don't realize how easy it really seems to mesh this pretty well. Yeah, I think like it's it would constantly work. done of two funny characters. Right dangerous situation right like tucker and dale versus evil is a great one uh evil dead even does that a little bit where ash is hilarious but the situation he's in is terrifying okay but it's this really good mesh of comedy and horror and not realizing not realizing that's making you kind of feel the extremes of both huh i like it it's fun I, that would be a really fun thing for us to do or yeah. somebody to do I they mean, should do they, it they did kind of one recently with this is the end where it was like james franco and all his friends playing themselves versus yes. the apocalypse it was fine it was pretty yikes um yeah pretty sacrilegious but like whatever like oh, it, yeah. it, it i was, shouldn't see it then no gosh no uh no absolutely not uh <laughs> oh yeah no okay but like jonah hill plays himself they all play relatively normal versions of themselves okay except for michael Sarah, okay who plays this ridiculous extravagant like angry abusive drug addicted because michael Sarah's, hey hello hey how are you and then this he's like screaming and yelling and like throwing things over and doing drugs and like punching people for no reason like they it's a, he's joking on himself that like oh yeah he's the only one who in real life is completely different everyone else is exactly how they portray themselves <sighs> Okay. Um, it's horrible in a good way, but not in a, that good. Not in a good way for mom to see. Not it. in a good mom way. Um, so the two movies this week. Do you want to go first? You go first. Okay, I can go first. Now, let me just be honest with you. I can't remember um, all the characters' names. That's fine. Because there was a lot, and, and it uh, took me. Yeah. So I have never. I had never seen this film. This movie's great. This what started my love for J.J. Abrams. Oh, oh, I love him. I've always loved him. Mm-hmm. I get him and that other guy mixed up, though. What other guy? I don't know. I think there's another guy I get mixed up with. J.J. Abrams and... So who did Veronica Mars? Not J.J. Abrams. J.J. Yep. Abrams did Alias. Okay, but... But it, the guy who did Veronica Mars. That's who I get mixed up. Got it. But I don't know his name. That's fine. Neither do I. I can't think of his name. Okay. So basically, this is a... What did you call it? Found footage? Found footage, yeah. So it's basically... It looks like a person with a handheld recorder is that the yeah, right word i mean it so it yeah i don't I, this blair witch they're all kind of like the which ins- come which one came first do you know blair witch oh by I like 10 years oh i didn't yeah, yeah no, no, that's just... like, blair witch was like 90s and it really i'm sure there was ones that were before blair witch right but it really was the are these actors 
or is this real footage that got, you know what I mean? Right. And some of them get ridiculous. Chronicles, one of the best ones, I think I've said that on the show before. It's about kids that get superpowers. Okay. Um, And then there's obviously Cloverfield, which is the monster movie from the perspective of of just people. Yeah. All right. So let's, so let's talk about it. Okay. So it all, so you, you've got the first scene and can I just say, if you are like me and you've never seen it, just don't listen to us first. Go watch it. Yeah, yeah. You stop, gotta see stop, it. stop this episode. This is definitely a go watch it. Just go you see listen. it first. Yeah. And let me tell you, if you get motion sick, watch it on a small device. I watched it on my phone and I was fine. Yeah. Um, I guess when it first came out, you were saying that, and I read somewhere too, that they had to put warning signs in the theaters. People are little babies. Because, well, but I can imagine there are scenes where like you see feet running or then it because they'd get knocked over I'm mm-hmm. jumping ahead but um I could see that on a big screen I could see that feeling kind of cool mm. but on my phone it didn't feel that way at all totally so it starts out with one of the friends well it starts out with a scene and you don't really know what's going on but there's two of them and they're they seem like they're in love and then they're gonna go Rob away and Beth I'm sorry, I don't remember their names. No, it's fine. Robin Beth. That was me being like, oh, wow, I remember their names. Right. So that's how you kind of see it in Robin Beth, and they're going to spend the day together. And then the next thing you see, and it's very cute, and it's all, again, handy cam. And then the next thing you see, and I kind of was like, wait, what happened to this girl? This is not the same girl. No, it wasn't. Rob is going to Japan. Mm -hmm. So they're going to have a... He's moving. Yes, he's moving because he got a big job. Mm -hmm. So he's going away, and they're going to throw a big party. And Rob's brother's girlfriend wants um, wants and what's Rob's girlfriend's brother's now? What's the brother's name? Jason. Jason. So Jason is gonna film it, and Jason doesn't really want to. So Jason gives it to HUD. Mm -hmm. So HUD. Also, Hudson? Is it short for Hudson yeah, in the movie? Yeah, because one person calls him Hudson. Like, oh, okay. through the whole movie, I heard one person call him Hudson, Hudson, and I couldn't remember if it was himself. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, it could have been at the end, huh? Yeah. And, um, owner, maybe not. Anyway, so they're going to go ahead and, and film this party, and so you kind of... Uh, like testimonials. Yeah, but, you know, we miss you, you're going to have a great time and everything. They're having this party, and Hud is, <laughs> Hud is really kind of a geek could you call him a geek yeah if you don't i mean hud is tj miller tj miller kind of goes on to then play the exact same character in everything uh, he's so kind of he's the if seth rogan is the 10 of stony comedy uh-huh tj miller's a six or a seven got it i like but does that make sense yeah if, i didn't really know who he was i didn't recognize him there was a Fred couple i recognized. big hero six Yes. He's he's a voice in a lot of stuff. He's a he's a he's an actor in a lot of stuff. He's in Silicon Valley. He normally has very big puffy hair. A lot okay. of times he has mutton chops. Okay. I just yeah. didn't know him. And then I recognized the girl Ben that Ben likes or at the beginning. Uh Beth. Beth. Yeah. Sorry. Beth. Yes. And um I didn't know who she was. You said Mean Girls? Is that no. No, 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 no. Who's she, who's I don't know. You said you said you recognize. I've her from seen her from something. I, I just don't know what. So anyway, so we're doing the party, mm-hmm. and Hudson's Hud is kind of a dork, and he's like asking people things, and he really likes this girl Marlena. Yeah, Marlena. Marlena, and he's following her around, and she the whole time she's like looking at him, like go away. And they're just having a party, and then Beth walks in, and she has brought someone. Did you really? Did you recognize who that guy was? Isn't he from Superstore? Yeah, I was ben, like, what? He has this total weird, um, totally normal 
name. In real life? Yeah, Ben something. I don't know. Anyway. Character's name is Vince. That's all I remember. I was like, I was like, why is his name Vince? Yeah. So she brings him and we kind of figure out what's going on. But then Ben and her kind of still have a thing going on. Mm-hmm. And then, ooh, then there's the gossip around that Ben and Ben. And, oh, but don't tell anybody. Well, you told ben, HUD. I don't think his name is Ben. You keep calling him Ben. I think you're combining. Because it's not Ben and Beth. No, it's, I thought it was Ben. Anyway, the main character. I don't know yeah. what his name is. He was really good, but I don't know what his name was. Yeah. So whatever in Beth. Um, the main guy. The main guy and Beth. Well, apparently they were intimate. And somebody <laughs> told HUD, HUD and he's like, don't tell anyone. He told everyone. And literally, not only did he tell everyone, but Rob. he... Rob, I'm sorry. That's Rob. funny. What did you call her? Ben. So what is the name combined? You, it's essentially just my name. So Robin. you took the first, yeah, close enough. Uh-huh. Um, they... So yeah, they're like, HUD, don't tell anybody. Right, and not only is he telling everybody, but he's videoing the fact that he's telling everybody. <laughs> On accident. He's such, oh yeah, the one thing is, okay, I'm only going to tell you off camera. He's like, okay, and he drops it to his... He's like, I'm not filming, I'm not filming. I'm not filming. Well, he's not filming, but we can hear the audio he, on he it. He knows he's still filming. Oh, okay. I think that's the joke, is that he knows he's still filming. Oh, I thought he was just a doofus and didn't know he was still filming. <laughs> oh, see, that's funny too, I don't know. That he's like, okay, and then he puts it... So anyway, so then all of a sudden... An explosion. It's like an, an earthquake. Yeah. It's a big shake, and then the power goes out, and it's really scary, and nobody knows what's going on. When I first saw this... Yes. I was like, it's an earthquake, so what? Earthquakes don't happen in New York. Right. So it's a much bigger deal out there. Yes. And I was like, oh, that, like... At first, I was like, it's a little earthquake. Like, granted, we don't have earthquakes every day. You right. know what I mean? Like, we have earthquakes that I've experienced probably 50 or 60 in my life. Just little ones. One right. thing is just little ones. Not like, whoa, not like the 89 earthquake that almost destroyed San Francisco. Right. But, like, just little ones. Like, oh, that was an earthquake. Right. So I was like, what are they freaking out about? Like, everybody's fine. Right, but my favorite part was HUD was filming, and you see this little poof, and he's like, did you guys see that? Did you guys that's, see that's that? A, that's after. That's after. Oh, was that after? That's when they're all on the street. Oh, that's right. And then, well, then they go, so they're trying to figure out what's going on. They go to the roof. They go to the roof. And um, they're looking around and they're not really figuring out what's going on. So then they go back down and they turn on the TV and they say there was an earthquake. And then the... Um, a tanker exploded? Yeah, a tanker exploded in the harbor. And then they go out to the street to kind of figure out what's going on. And they're running around. Everybody's running around like crazy and hiding and stuff because then they see something. Yeah, well, there's another explosion. They're on the roof, uh-huh. then another explosion happens. Then there they you all go. leave the building. Got it. Oh, yeah, because things are flying in the roof, so then they all yeah. run down. And um, and Beth is gone. She had already left with the... Superstore guy. The superstore guy. So then they're trying to figure things out, and they're hiding in a store, like a grocery store. It's like a little grocery store. Because, yeah, the thing... Oh, the... That's what I was going to say. Well, that happens first. The head. Well, but they're inside the... It's, no. They're on the street when that happens. Oh, yeah. Something goes flying. At first, I was like, what is that? The Statue of Liberty's head went flying on the ground. Now, how they did that, I have no idea. What do you mean, how they did that? How did they make it look like Statue of Liberty's head is flying on the ground? CGI? Oh, see, I forget about all that stuff. <laughs> they ripped the head off the Statue of you know, Liberty. Let me borrow it for one minute. Threw it through New York. No, I wasn't even thinking CGI because I'm thinking, this is, was this an expensive movie to make? Nope. See, that's, but that's what I was thinking. They couldn't really afford a big old thing, so I didn't think about CGI. Okay, so here's, here, this is something dumb to think about. Okay. Where do you think a lot of movies' normal budget goes? Uh, to CGI. Okay, where else? To the actors? Yeah. Who's in this movie? Nobody at that point. 
there's nobody in this movie. They so. wanted to get a bunch of nobodies, so it's not, look, Brad Pitt's running from an alien. Exactly. It's... Which we don't know quite yet. Right, right. But what I mean right. is just... So, yeah. Right. So then, let's see. So then they're all going to go to the Brooklyn Bridge. That's mm. where it's going to be safe, and that's where the, the... Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, so they all have to leave. Well, then all of a sudden, whoosh. Do you see? I th You don't see it. It just collapses. It's a tail. Oh, I was going to say, you see something. Mm -hmm. And um, and HUD is still filming, which I was like, ooh, I don't know if I'd be filming. So they're trying to run, and the bridge just collapses. And so the brother... Who's like, I'm over here! Ooh, he's gone. So then they have to keep running, and they're trying to figure what's going on. And then Beth's, Beth, the true love of her life, the brother... Wait, what's his name? I always forget it was Brian. The main guy? Yes. Rob. I cannot remember his name. It's your son's name. No, your name is Ruben. Other son. Rob Bird. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what are you talking about? Rob. Thank you. Yeah. So then Rob gets a call from Beth. Mm -hmm. And she's like, help me, I'm trapped. So, yeah. I'm, Why I'm, is she calling him? I know, I'm bleeding and I'm a wall's falling on me and you got to come get me. And so he's way on the other side. So then he... And his brother's girlfriend mm -hmm. and HUD and Marlena and Marlena are going back to get her, mm -hmm. and they don't really want to. But he said, "I'm." But Rob says, "I'm going." And the this, the the sister. Let's just call her the sister because the, she the he, sister. In the yeah. Testimonial. She's like, "We're gonna be sister." Yeah, you're like my be, brother anyway. Yeah. So just call her sister because it's almost too confusing to be like this brother's girlfriend. The brother's girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Jason's girlfriend. Yes. But Jason's dead. Jason died. Okay. So then the four of them are going. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to find all these little tricky places that they can go. And then they decide to go to the subway. Yeah. And then they decide to go in the tunnels. Okay, can I just tell you, it kind of reminded me just a little bit of It Last Week, where you had not very scary door, scary door, super scary door. There is something creepy out there in the dark, and you're going in the tunnels? Well, yeah, it's a big monster. I, I'm, yeah, well... But there was something else. There's a little monster. So there, everything is good. Everything is good. Okay. And then they. The tunnel's hilarious though. With what HUD is saying in the tunnel, where he says something about Superman, and Marlena's like, "Yeah," and he goes, "Wait, you know who Superman is?" And Marlena just goes, "Wait, do you know about Garfield?" I know. She was just like, "Shut up." They're all just kind of, because then there was something else that <laughs> HUD started talking about. And they're like, "Not now." About the guy who was lighting homeless people on fire. Oh, in yeah, the in the tunnels. And they're like, Hud, not now. He's like, oh, yeah, sorry. I just don't want a homeless guy to burn out on fire. <laughs> and they're like, okay. Not now, Hud. Yeah, stop talking. Because he did. He talked the whole time. And it was just like, okay. Um, and then all of a sudden, I think, what do they turn on? He turns on the night vision. Because all the rats are Ugh, going the opposite which direction. Which so gross. Because I don't like rats. I don't mm -hmm. like mice. You know, people keep them for pets. I don't like them. They give me the creeps. They're all running. Okay, again, number one, do not go in a spooky, dark tunnel, ever. Number two, if rodents are running in a different direction than you're running, follow the, road. Follow the disgustingly gross rodents because yes. there's something chasing him and it's not good. Never is it going to be something cute and cute. It's just going to be gross. So You're not wrong. follow them. Follow the rats. 
Because then all of a sudden, it's these spidery things. He puts night vision on you to see them. It's so great. Again, is it CGI'd? Oh, yeah. So great, though. I, even on my tiny little phone, it was all, ooh. And I was watching it super early this morning. So his dad was still asleep, and I'm like, ooh, really quietly. But ooh, creepy, creepy, creepy. So great. And Marlena gets bitten. Yeah, but like... Like... Yeah, it's so interesting. It's not a normal bite. It's not like it takes a bite out of her. It's almost like a snake. Right. Where it like injects. Or or almost... It, it, to me, it reminded me of like um, claws. Because the way it yeah. was kind of it around her. It was like her. ribbed. Yeah. Like yeah. it was like a... It almost looked like... This is such a weird thing. Like a stapler. Right. Like it looked like... Or a staple yeah. remover. Like it just looked like... Great, yeah, exactly. That's a great... That's a great yeah. way to put it. So, are you okay? Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. And so then they... Yeah, she's not fine. So now <laughs> we have four. And then they keep going... And then all of a sudden they find soldiers and they take them away and trying to get them out and everything. And then they realize that Marlena has a bite. And she's getting worse. Well, she's going, hot. I don't feel so good. And her eyes are bleeding. Her nose which is, is bleeding. Her eyes is bleeding. So gross. And then they, bye. Well, she's dead. Goodbye. Oh, she doesn't just die. What? She explodes. Oh, I didn't see that part. They put her behind a curtain. This movie's PG-13, but it handles the gore really well. Yeah. They put her behind a curtain. She's like, wah, 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 and you literally see her stomach get big and she just explodes and then blood splatter, oh, which gross. is such a hokey, dumb thing. But it works. But it worked so well. Again, just like, yeah. limited budget. Yeah, but the CGI, this movie would have been too gross if it was R. Yeah, like if they it just showed so it gross. All, and the like, words, and everybody would have been saying bad words. Which 100%, they were... because it, it, sure, it would have given to the authenticity. But like, well, I mean, HUD, hello. There's no way HUD, HUD's not going to be effing this and effing that and effing right. that. Right, but he didn't in this movie. And no, I'm not glad. even one. No, and I'm, it, so it was fun to watch. Okay, so now we're down to three. Mm-hmm. Now we're down to Rob, HUD, and... Sister. Sister. Okay, so they finally figure out how to get to Beth's apartment. Okay. <laughs> They're doing like this jumpy. I know, they have to jump from one building to the next building. Again, the hand. So, and I could also see how, again, that um, if somebody was motion sick on that big screen, I could imagine because they're jumping and sliding and it's just this whole thing and it's the bouncing. Ooh, I was a little bit, ooh, on my phone. But anyway, so they get to Beth. Okay, there's this is what I found interesting. They get to Beth. Okay. And, and she's just laying there. She, does she have a big, like, pole sticking out of her arm? I think it's rebar. Yeah. So what do they do? Well, first of all, it's so great because you don't see it. They're like, hold on. They pull it out. They pull it out. Do they never watch Grey's Anatomy? It was on. You never pull stuff out because then you just bleed out. Yeah. So, okay, not super... It wasn't realistic. But anyway, so now... We had two, now we have three. Okay. Because he's going to save her. Rob is going to save the love of his life because he loves her and she loves him. Mm-hmm. And then there's Hud. So. Who, Hud is the perfect narrator, by the way. He really is. He really is a perfect audience voice. And what this movie does is something that normally is done in stuff like Shakespeare. Hud's the chorus. Right. Hud is the, this is going to sound strange, the R2-D2, the C-3PO. The HUD is the audience that's kind of telling us what's happening, right. even though we see it, but he's empathizing with us. We're feeling through that character. Absolutely. It's so good. Okay, so now where they're trying to go is they're trying to go to the helicopters. At 6 o'clock, the helicopters are going to be there. So they're going to go. They make it. Mm-hmm. So exciting. But there's four, 
And the helicopter only fits a certain amount. Three, I think. Yes. So the sister goes in one helicopter and Rob says, we'll meet you. Just wait for us. We'll meet you. Okay. Wrong. <laughs> their helicopter, the three of their helicopters, gets hit by the aliens. And you Doesn't see it. Doesn't hers get destroyed or something? I thought it was just theirs. No, I think it's hers too. Okay. If she's gone. Now we're down yeah. to three. Okay. And then their helicopter. Well, they're almost they're almost out. And you can see it. And you see the monster falling. And you're like, yay. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's then, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Which, again, if something was happening to me like that, I'd be talking like that, too. Um, and then I don't know what happens. but Helicopter crashes. Helicopter crashes. Because of plot armor, the three main characters are able to get out. The trained soldier is dead. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but the, but the but three people that three, have never been in a helicopter yeah, before are These totally three fun. goober heads have made it. And then they're hiding? They're in Central Park. Yes, okay. And they're, they're going to look, and then they turn, and they're about to go, and Rob's like, HUD, don't don't move, don't move. And then HUD turns. The and you see this alien right above him with these funky gill-like things coming out of his head. Well, and, and this is not the reveal of the alien. You've kind of seen the alien, like... Peeking, little peeks in here and there. Yeah, like, like, I think the most that you've seen is right before this, when it kind of gets hit by the rockets as it's, like, going through right, New so York. Right, so good. Uh... But yeah, and then this is like the biggest view you see of it. Right, and he's gone. Goodbye, Hud. Yeah. And then they show him. So then now we're down to two. Mm-hmm. And then then they're telling each other that they love each other. Because they're hiding in a tunnel. They're hiding in a tunnel. You hear rockets. You hear... Everything. Mm-hmm. And then... <laughs> done. It's over. It's over. Well, then it, it, it stops, and then it goes to the recorded part, because what... HUD didn't realize is he recorded all over their, Rob and their, special date or their date and the other stuff. So um, it ends and everyone's dead. That we think. We think we don't know if Rob and Beth made it out. Well, no, because it stopped. Because it ran out of tape or... or... Oh, I just thought because they were dead. That's it. No, well, there, it's not like you're recording something and then you die and go, Oh, before I die, let me hit stop. <laughs> because the tape was recovered. Because that's oh. what it says at the very beginning when it's like, oh. this is a government property. This tape has been recovered. Oh. See, I missed I mean, I saw that, but I didn't put it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, can I say that I what I like, what I think about this movie? Like, rate it? Just, I love this movie. Oh, good. I absolutely, no, I wasn't going to rate it yet. I oh, mean, yeah. I'm sure there's more things you'd like to talk about yeah, with yeah, this yeah. movie. I loved this movie. I thought this movie was different. Um, and fun. Now, what I was going to ask you is, so there's Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. And then there was a second Cloverfield, but it wasn't a second. What was it? Clo- Cloverfield Lane? Ten Cloverfield Lane. Okay, but that's totally not the same story. It's totally different. Sort of. Okay. Uh, and then there's a Cloverfield Paradox, which is on Netflix, and that explains how the two are all connected. Okay. So I have not seen Cloverfield Lane. Should I see it? Yes. Should I see Cloverfield Paradox? Eh. Okay, I don't Skippable. need to... It's, um, I like that these are anthology films that really have nothing to do with each other. Okay. That are almost Twilight zone of just like, what's happening? Um, 10 Cloverfield Lane is not a found footage movie. Okay. It's... I started watching it, but then it got a little movie. bit creeped out. Oh, it's super creepy in a good way. It's a regular movie. Okay. Uh, and then Cloverfield Paradox is the same way. Cloverfield Paradox feels like a really long episode of Doctor Who where the Doctor just never shows up. Uh, okay. Like, it's good. Yeah. But it, it kind of feels kind of hokey. Yeah, so kinda, I won't... It's an interesting concept, but it explains the whole thing of multiple realities. Okay. And how multiple care. realities 
or what caused this and blah, blah. It's... I don't care. No, because then I have to think too hard. I just want a movie to happen. Yeah. Um, this is going to sound very strange. Okay. I'm going to pause the episode right now, and I'm going to show you the original Cloverfield trailer because I want us to talk about it. Okay. So what's going to happen is there's going to be no time skip for the listeners. Okay. But you and I are going to stop this. Okay. Watch the trailer. Then we're going to come back. Okay, good, because I have to blow my nose. That's fine. Okay, we're back, and we just watched the trailer. Yes. Okay, what did you notice about it? Um, probably not what you wanted me to notice. Okay, that's fine. What did you notice? That there was a girl that I don't remember in the movie at all. Yeah, so... The, the blonde f- girl? Yeah. Kind of the mediumly blonde girl? A lot of the footage from this trailer uh-huh. was shot with a legitimate handy cam. And then they went back for the real movie uh-huh. and shot it with the the real camera. They oh, like, I literally thought this movie was entirely filmed with a real handy cam. No, 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 no. It wouldn't be able to pick up the quality that well. Or the CGI or all that stuff. Oh, um, I just figured they, there's yeah. A, I would love to, I've never, I'm sure I have, but I've never seen actual behind the scenes. They they were so secretive. J.J. Abrams is incredibly secretive when he does movies. Okay. So, like, his behind the scenes probably doesn't exist because they didn't do like a, hey, welcome to the behind the scenes. He was just like, no. Don't say a word. Yeah. Don't do this. He, when Lizzie Kaplan auditioned, she didn't realize she was going to be in a monster movie until the second audition. Wow. And they, they didn't give her script. They just kept using other scripts. When 10 Cloverfield Lane came out. Yes. Do you want to know what the lead up to that was? What? A trailer going, the next Cloverfield movie comes out next month. Here you go. That's it? Like I And it, it wasn't online. It wasn't anything. You had to go see this like Michael Bay movie. And then like the day after that Michael Bay movie came out, this trailer went up online. I remember calling Taylor, my best friend, being like, dude, dude, uh, Cloverfield 2, Cloverfield 2, Cloverfield 2. Uh, but what is one more thing you did you noticed about this trailer? What did it say the name of the movie was? It didn't say the name of the it movie. It didn't say the name of the it movie. It just said, from producer J.J. Abrams, 1808. Yes. So, we're going to take, we're going to, whoop, we're jumping in a time machine. Vroom, 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 vroom. It's, t- it's 2007. Okay. This trailer appears. Okay. Just appears. Okay. Me, my brother, Taylor, freaking out. What is this? What I is J.J. Rem- Abrams doing? I do remember you guys The amount like, of websites and viral marketing that were dedicated to finding out what this was. Robert Taylor and I would sit there for hours, all with our respective computers, frame by frame by frame. Can we pick up anything? The internet thought this was a new Godzilla. The internet thought this was Rampage. The internet thought this was a completely new IP. Look at this leaked art. Is this real? Is this not real? This guy's wearing a shirt that says Slusho. I googled Slusho. It's a real website. Where does it go? It says, I bet you can't just have one. What does that mean? All of these characters had MySpace profiles, but you had to click and click. And there's little things in the trailer that if you clicked, if you found this, you could go to this website. And it was, they built this world all on that without saying, hey, you want to find more? Hashtag Cloverfield. They never called it Cloverfield in the trailer. They never did any. The viral marketing of this movie made us all fall in love with J.J. Abrams. Right. Because... And probably low, um, again, low financial cost, right? Oh, yeah. Because they basically didn't, I mean, they make, did. Make a dumb website. Bing, bing, bing. Right. Slusho, not relevant at all to this story. Not at all. But, oh my gosh, there was a, I think there's like a whale on the Slusho website. And like okay. one of the mascots is a whale. And someone's like, the whale means something because then this other art came out that was like supposed leaked concept art of the monster and it looked like a giant whale 
but like if it was quadrupedal okay but like almost a whale mixed with godzilla huh. like think of that like dinosaur like right. body but uh-huh. giant like almost 16 whale flippers wow and like moss growing on people were like that's the monster blah 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 people were analyzing that frame because you can see it in a trailer for a second of the the yes. back going into the thing. Yes. What is it? Well, I think it's King Kong because it's New York and it destroys this and look at how it's standing. Yeah, it looks I like knew, a monkey yeah. and it looks like this. When this movie came out, nobody knew what it was. Right. Months before it came out, did they officially call it Cloverfield? That's so great. It was like, it wasn't like... It was tri- the smartest Yeah, because it, it made you did. so interested in what this is and that's J.J. Abrams' whole thing. Yeah, it's Mystery almost... Mystery and, 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 and... But... So Drew Goddard also worked on this movie. Drew Goddard, Cabin in the Woods. Got it. Bad Times at the El Royale. He's very good at this story that you're invested in. What's going on? I have no idea. Like the trailer for this, the trailer for Cabin in the Woods, the trailer for Bad Times at and the And we saw Royale. Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. I didn't like it, but whatever. But the trailer does not. Exactly. Does not give away what it is. No, and that, but that's the whole, because like, you hate to go to a movie and the, the best parts of the scene are in the preview, which you already saw. What's crazy about this trailer... Tell me. The whole trailer is essentially the first 15 minutes of the movie. Right, and that's it. That's it. You don't get anything else. But you don't else. realize that that's the first 15 minutes of the movie. Right. Because it's almost like its own mini-story. Like it, It's like giving you the, hey, here's how it starts. Yep. It's like uh, the opening paragraph of a book. Exactly. It's like, here's how it starts. Of course, we strip some of the fat away, but here's how it starts. That's mm. it. Well, it was interesting, too, because when I was watching it, I'm like, wow, this is really good. Wow, this is great. I'm loving this movie. I must be like half over. No, I'm 11 minutes into it. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I mean, I, I knew that you assumed it was a monster movie. Oh, well, yeah, because that because I knew. Of the theme, but like. Well, and I remember you watched it with your dad and he was like, that's it. And I was like, yeah, it's amazing. It, I, I agree. I, it's, it, it's one of those movies that like, it's original. Definitely for that it, time, it really was. But even for now, I mean, they really, it could have been King Kong. It right. could have been Godzilla, and then it just would have been like, oh, it's a it's a Godzilla movie, without making me realize I'm watching a Godzilla. Like, in theory, that's really cool. Right. That would be a really cool concept of watching a movie without realizing you're watching a movie about a licensed or established character. Right. Because I recently, uh, my girlfriend Whitney and I recently just watched The Vault, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, that's what you watched the other day. And it's this whole thing about where, it's this James Franco movie where these people rob a bank, but it's haunted. Okay. It's interesting. It, it really is good. It, okay. It sounds hokey, but I actually really enjoyed it. Okay. But you could have had this thing where all these bank robbers go in and they're robbing this bank and then one by one they all go missing or something like, wait, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Surprise, it's a Batman movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. you're not watching it from the point of view of Batman. You're watching it from the point of view of this bank teller who's terrified. Okay. And, like, and you give these like subtle references. But that's what this is. We're not watching... Like, when that 2016, 2014 Godzilla movie came out, right. we watched it from the perspective of the soldier that was going to go do it. You know, he was going to go solve the Godzilla problem. This is watching from, like, one of the guys that, like, is running down the street. Exactly. Like, this, this is... It's not from, the main character, no, like this we per- said. These, we're not watching the story. We're watching a character interact with the story. Yeah, it was great. I loved it. So, can I read it now? Yeah, read it. Buy it. Buy the whole... Well, buy that and Cloverfield 10 together, I think. Because you haven't seen it yet. 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. That's... 10 Cloverfield Lane is incredible. Um, Okay. And that's one where it's... This is going to sound so lame. And I'm not dogging the people in this movie. It's established actors. I mean, it's John Goodman. Goodman, uh, I'm forgetting the other girl's name, but it's Ramona Flowers. Mary Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Okay. She's in it. 
Bradley Cooper is in it for a vocal cameo. Oh, I love him. Um, yeah, but he's he plays her her boyfriend, but okay. he's only in it in the very 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 beginning. Okay. And he's just on the phone. Okay. And you don't realize that it's Bradley Cooper. No. She, why would that be Bradley why, Cooper? Yeah, exactly. So I say buy it. It's a good one. I'm surprised that you give it a buy it. I loved it. I really, really loved it. I, w- I was like, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you were going to like it or not. I loved it. Um, but I would not watch it on a big TV like the li- one we have in the living room or a theater because I'd probably throw up. Uh, so one last thing, though, about the trailers. I remember being 18 years old or 17. Yeah, about 18 because... No, 17, 17, because it came out in January of 2008, so that's 17. Yeah. At one point when they're first on the roof, yes. and the camera turns and they start to run inside, yes. spray-painted on the wall looks like the word Rampage. Robert oh. and I were convinced, convinced, this was the Rampage game, the movie. Oh. And you were going to see it from the point of view of all the little people as the giant monsters were going around. And then we got the Rock Dwayne the Rock Johnson movie, which was garbage. I never saw it. it was so garbage. As as a fan of the Rampage games, uh-huh. it was trash. I'm sorry. It just like it didn't make any sense because it it's the story of Rampage the game, but then like the bad guy has the Rampage arcade cabinet. Oh. So like, how come the bad guy isn't like, wait a minute, this is exactly like the I think I said this on the episode where I watched Rampage. This is exactly like the thing I own. You know what I mean? It's right. just like it doesn't whatever. It doesn't make sense. Okay. Um, okay, my movie. This is I love this movie. So I, I and let's just say this. I'm sure not very many of you have ever seen this. Right. It I watched it on Google, the Google how did you watch it? Yeah, same thing. Google movies? Yeah. It was two ninety nine. So again, if you haven't seen this, give yourself a little treat. Yeah, th- this is a great Halloween, stupid, dumb, like because. But this, it's fun. But that's what I mean. Is this really did it? If you like Shaun of the Dead, if you like these comedy horror movies, right? You will like this. Do you like Ghostbusters? Do you like Monster Squad? Do you like anything that is a great mesh of comedy and horror? You will enjoy this. Well, this was the, one of the we talked about that one of the first, and Abbott and Costello, who yeah. again, who. You know, if you're young, you're not going to know who this is. I think you're wrong. Do you think? Yeah, because there's a lot more people, I think, that are familiar with who's on first. And and that, I don't think so. I think it's a lost art. Oh, you're right. You are you are a young person who interacts with other young people. I interact with two-year-olds, and they don't know it. <laughs> they little dorks. <laughs> you guys don't know who Abbott Costello is? They're like picking their own nose. Which, yeah, or someone else's. No, just kidding. Um, um, okay, no, but no they, I, I, would, I mean, I hope I'm wrong, because I the, think that this is a major part of history. Well, I think Abbott, for us, for movies. Yeah, but I think so. To me, just because they are newer, I think Abbott and Costello are still a little bit more well known than like Laurel and Hardy. Well, well, Laurel and Hardy are getting their own like biopic, right. which I'm I would, super interested in. I am too. I would love to see a biopic on Bud Abbott and Luke Costello. Let's talk about that after. I want to get. I want to get back to it because I want to say who would you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't I, know who I would, but yeah. Um, you know, it's funny is I have a coworker who reminds me of uh, Luke Costello. Okay. He's an actor, and he was in real movies. Um, cool. As opposed to fake movies? No, as opposed to, like, he was on an episode of Drake and Josh as a kid, too. Oh, you told me that. Yeah, yeah he's okay. a good guy. I love that guy. Um, but so, anyway. So let's talk about this. And uh, this has great cast. Besides this is an Bud amazing Abbott cast without you realizing it. <coughs> Here's what this movie could have did. Okay. They could have had these two comedians, uh-huh. and they could have just gotten... Steve Nobody to play the Wolfman and right. John No Name to play Dracula and this other Nobody to play Frankenstein. Yes. The only major like horror icon that refused to be in this okay. was 
why I always blank on Boris Karloff, who See? is Frankenstein. He was like, yes. no, because him and Bela Lugosi had a feud. He was not going to be in a movie with Bela Lugosi. So there. Which is like, the, and we, we just talked about like, Bob, this is going to sound weird. I would love to watch a, like a movie about this movie. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. a, like a making of, because you know who else was like, this is a stupid idea and I don't want to do it. Who? Costello. What? Oh, he was so great in he it. He makes this movie. He's so funny. And he was like, what a dumb concept. Like, us versus Frankenstein? That's stupid. Yeah, but then they did a lot of Evan Costello meet with blank. this. Because you know what they eventually did? Huh. Evan Costello meet Boris Karloff. Oh, I love Boris. I just love his voice. Um, But so that's the whole thing, is this had Lon Chaney Jr., who means... That means nothing to you if you don't love Universal Monster movies. Right. They It had the guys... Like, with the exception of, of Boris Karloff, who was not going to be in a movie with Bela Lugosi. Which is so funny. Which, it, But it makes sense. Because right. Because this is so dumb. Do you want to hear a modern version of that? Huh. Which I don't know if this is fabricated or not. Vin Diesel and The Rock don't get along. Oh, that's funny. That's what this is. Right, exactly. That, that's this, this whole Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone thing. These two competing guys who want John Wayne, Clint Eastwood. They're the best right. in their field. One thinks, no, 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 I'm too good for the other. I don't want to do this. Totally regret it. Could you imagine if it, this movie had the star power that it did of all three? Absolutely. Um, Lon Chaney Jr. truly is the Wolfman. Bela Lugosi is Dracula. Oh, yes. It's not like, that guy kind of looks like Bela Lugosi. Or even someone making a dumb joke, like, I'm Bela Lugosi. Like, right. It's the, the characters that are funny are funny. The characters that don't need to be funny are not funny they didn't like make like wolfman like pee on a carpet you know what i mean they didn't make right. it stupid they didn't ruin the characters f- for the sake of comedy no dracula isn't dumb frankenstein is frankenstein you know what i mean like frankenstein is dumb but they didn't make him like cartoon dumb right you know I mean? he's frankenstein dumb right he's just, okay um so this movie starts out with the two characters abbott and costello i'm just gonna call them abbott and yeah because it's chick and wilbur having us all right uh and they get this phone call and, and i mean already their comedy duo ship of straight man to funny is so so good they're so good at it of just the phone's ringing so cust or abbott says get the phone then the buzzer rings he goes get the buzzer then the phone rings again get the get the phone he's like which one do you want me to do he goes yes yeah he goes both he's like Ugh. um he's i think Costello is one of the greatest physical comedians absolutely in a long time but you look at a lot of these other duos right that were skinny straight man right kind of pudgy or funny guy it it's that mastering that physical comedy Dan Aykroyd John uh John Belushi David Spade Chris Farley I mean even can I go back a little bit yeah Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin yeah like it's it's the like a little bit pudgy like kind of the, you're the goof, but the physical comedy of just nailing it. Yeah, absolutely. Nailing the phys- And not, is it a little hokey? Yeah. Yes. Is it a little slapsticky? Yes. Yes. It's not Three Stooges slapsticky, though. No. I don't like Three Stooges. No. It's just whatever to me. Um, But I love Abbott and Costello because it's smart. It's funny. Well, Costello is such a doofus. In, but he's so lovable. Yes. That he's like, yeah, no. I love the scene, and I remember this from being a kid, because my brother and I used to watch Abbott and Costello. It was like on Sunday afternoons. They would show an Abbott and Costello movie. And they're like, movie. it's brand new. No, no, no. It wasn't brand new. 
It was a Shirley Temple movie and then an Abbott and Costello movie. But anyway, um, the scene where he's unloading the the Dracula's crate and the Frankenstein crate and he's reading all about Dracula. And Dracula. It's, like and the so way he reads it. Yeah, and so he's reading it and then it's like... And then he looks and then he's like, just... And Chick says, just call me. And he's all, Chick, Chick. And he and runs and stuff. And, and then at the one point when he's really scared and, and he's done this in several films where it's the whistling you know he's whistling he's trying to yeah he does that all the time yeah so that's i mean look at that and look at how many other comedians have done that adam sandler does it when he's not scared right you know what i mean like like comedians have adapted a lot yes we're abbott and costello the first ever comedians of course not no were there other comedians of course of course but they truly were the like, like they really did perfect this. Yes. Because even Laurel and Hardy flipped it. The skinny guy was kind of the funny one. Yes. And, and well, the lovable one. Yeah. And and the chubby guy was the smarter of the two. Yeah. So you're right. It was flipped. But like a lot of comedy duos kind of match. Right. Laurel and uh, Abbott and Costello. Costello, the exception of like James Franco and Seth Rogen. Right. Seth Rogen is ever rarely the funny one when it's him and, and James Franco. Oh. James Franco's always the kind of goofball odd one. Okay. It's never really it's never really Seth Rogen when it's those two. Huh. Because you think it's Pineapple Express. I haven't even seen that. Seth Rogen is like the businessman uh, and James Franco's like the weed guy. Who okay. Who like wears a shirt with a cat on it and is very like, no, we'll solve it. Like. Okay. I haven't seen but that But tons of movies where they're together. James Franco's kind of weird and bizarre, and Seth Rogen is the kind of on track. Okay. All right. Um, I'm trying to find out when this movie came out. 1948. 1948? That's what I'm going to vote for. Oh, wow. That was right on it. Okay, great. Yeah, that's what I thought. So in this, Costello says he's 30 years old. Uh-huh. Nah, he's like 40. Yeah. I know. He's when like he 40s. said that, too, I was like, yeah, no, like, you're no, not. But... No, you're not. Uh, he's... It's very. It's hard to explain Costello, because he's very lovable and very innocent and naive. Yes, and but kind of dumb. He's forty. Like you yeah, know, what I, mean? I know he's got that they... childlike wonder, of just like, oh, like this girl so attracted him and she's so beautiful and he's kind of dumpy. Uh-huh. And uh, Abbott's like, why is she attracted? He goes, cause I'm sweet. And it's like, right. no, because she wants. She literally wants your brain. That's right, cause you're stupid. Um. But yeah, like, so then, and they're trying, then they get this call and it's from Larry Talbot. Yes. Who I instantly was like, ah, Larry Talbot, like, Lon Chaney Jr. to me is the Wolfman. Okay. Nobody, like, I look at him and I'm sure he's, he's obviously been in tons of things. Yes. He, like, I can never look at him and be like, that's not the Wolfman. Right. Like he, like I'd have to go through his filmography and find something that really would change how I viewed him. Right. I'm looking something up because I want to say something, but I want to make sure I, it's him and not his dad. So you keep talking. I'm listening. Man to of it. a Thousand Faces. Yes, is that his dad? I think it's both of them. Okay, Check. let me. That's what I was if looking at. You just up. Google Man of a Thousand Faces. I'm doing it right now. Yeah, I want to like, see because I think Lon it's Chaney his dad. Blankles. Um, so Lon Chaney is the Wolfman. He's trying to. He is trying to stop Dracula and the Wolf. Or it's Frank his it's, dad. It's his dad. But he followed in his dad's footsteps. I mean, right. His dad did a lot of. Was his dad a fan of the opera? I was just gonna say that's what. Yeah. He was him and his dad both were. I think so. Like, yeah. Like a lot of these masks and the, costumes. The Universal Monsters. Yeah, that it's insane to think that the Universal Monsters were like four guys. I know. I love it. Like, what's crazy too is like, 
they've been dead for a very long time. Very all of them. long time. Yeah. Like I think Bela Lugosi died of like old age in like 1973. Like you know what I mean? So they've all been dead for a very long time. Right. But Dracula is Bela Lugosi. Um, to me, he absolutely but, but is. But I mean, like, there's nobody that, like, when they think Dracula... Right. They don't see the... Bleh, bleh, bleh. Well, yes, but, you know... But but that Bela Lugosi, the, the arm, cape, right. the eyes... Like, even look at, like, the Count from Sesame Street. Yes. Like, it's that, like, I'm the Dracula. Like, yes. It's inspired by that. And absolutely. Frankenstein will always be, uh, fire bad. Right. Wolfman will also be that, like, he's still wearing the shirt. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it, there will always be those guys. Right. They tried to change it with the Universal, when they tried to do that dark universe of, like, with the Mummy reboot, and it was terrible. Right. I kind of enjoyed it, but it was terrible. Um, <coughs> Sorry. So, so then they, so Abbott and Costello are moving the coffin of Dracula. Yes. And this big box carrying Frankenstein. Yes. Into this thing. And we kind of talked about the scene where, like, Costello, or, no, Abbott, just completely leaves the, the room. Yes. Because he's going to go do something. I think he's getting the other box. Or something, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, I mean, it's just Abbott, like, or Costello's doing, like, no talking besides reading. Right. Just a lot of physical, like, like, he looks at the thing. And he notices, like, he reads, and he hears the... And then he hears it shut, and he just keeps reading. And then you can kind of see him be like, ah, da, 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 like, he calls for Chick. Chick runs in. He explains, but with very minimal words. Um, and so, uh, but yeah, so, so it's... And then, yeah, then Dracula, like, pops out when Chick is trying to figure it out. Um... And blah, blah, blah. And so, uh, it's all that kind of stuff. It's, this movie is so fun. Um, and so, uh, it's one of those things of, uh, like, if you've never seen this, I truly believe this is a perfect Halloween movie. Yes. Because it's, you know what this is? And this is going to sound so dumb. This is a perfect Halloween movie without being like, blood, guts, blah. Exactly. Because this is, this is to me what Halloween is supposed to be. Right. A little bit of fun. Oh, this is going to sound so stupid. This is literally trick. the definition of trick or treat. Because it's like a little bit of fun, a little bit of, ooh, going to get you. Right. Because, Dra- like I said, Dracula is not stupid. No. They didn't dumb down Dracula. They didn't make, like, Frankenstein, like, poop his pants. You know what I mean? He doesn't do anything stupid. Right. The characters are played true to form, and that's what makes them good. Absolutely. Nobody wants to see a parody of Dracula. That's why none of those movies worked. Right. There have been plenty and countless of Dracula parody movies that don't work. Right. I know one person's going to be like, well, this movie did pretty good. I'm sure that you're correct. But, like... The, Not to us. Yeah, but I mean, like... Okay, so then so then they're doing all this stuff. Um, a lot of great physical thing. Dracula and... Uh, Dracula and... What's his name? Get away. Frankenstein, get away. Then Larry Talbot finds... Yes. Uh, the... Uh, I was called him the Wolfman. Find Abbott Costello. He says, no, Costello is telling the truth. There really is Frankenstein. And then he goes, you need to lock me in my room. Yes. Costello goes, okay. He goes, oh, we forgot his bag. Goes back into the room. And this is what is so great about this. He does great physical comedy to someone who's not doing comedy. Exactly. There's a great scene that features menacing and physical comedy. 
And he's almost acting to himself. He's I mean, acting, literally. They're because... both acting to nothing, essentially, because all Wolfman has to do is be menacing and terrifying and stealthy and sneaky. And you're just like, oh, he almost got him. But it's so weird because in this scene, you're afraid for Costello. Yes. But you're laughing at Costello. Well, because he's because he's And he's writing a note. I put your bag in your bathroom. Like, yes. And then, like, then he goes to take the orange, and, like, the wolfman jumps, and he misses Costello right as he, like, pockets the orange. And then it's this whole thing where the wolfman's at the door, and he's, like, trying to get out, and Costello's having this, like, mental debate with himself. Maybe he counted the oranges. Should I go put it back? No, I don't think I'm going to go put it back. And, like, some hounder bonks his head, and then he's just like, oh, I, I bet he didn't count it. Yeah. He goes back to his room. But it's so weird that it makes you laugh, but you're also afraid. Not a, not afraid, but you're like, don't go in there. Yeah, watch out! Which is like no other movie to me has truly been able to master both like, mm-hmm, but also like, oh, this goof. Yeah. And you don't want something bad to happen to him. No. You never do because he's he's not bad. No, he's not, it's so cute. He's not stupid. He's just kind of dumb. He's just cute. But, um, so it's one of those things where you're just like, oh, geez, here we go. Like... Right. Uh, it, it just keeps going back and forth. So then they, this other woman bails them out of jail, but you think that it's Costello's girlfriend, but it's another lady. And so it's all this, there's just back and forth and all these pretty ladies are trying to get with Costello and he thinks because he's so handsome, but it's because the, the blonde IRS lady thinks he stole the body of Dracula and Frankenstein. Yeah. She's an insurance agent. Yeah. And then the other lady's trying to get Costello's brain because he's stupid and he'll yeah. Yeah, and Abbott has nobody. Mm, which cool. is funny though. Like and he plays it off well. Yes. So then they go to this thing this party or whatever and then the wolfman pops up cuz he's like trying to help but full moon. Yeah. So also this movie takes place over like 4 days apparently. I know. And there's a whole lot of full moons. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know well, I'm like again. Yeah, it didn't didn't make a whole lot of sense. No. Um but so he is like, he's, you know, you're like, oh, it's a full moon. And he's like, he wolfs out. He wolfs out. <laughs> well, he does. He does. And But earlier, Costello had the scary, Abbott had the wolf mask. He's like, booga, booga, booga. And he's like, don't put that on. And Larry Talbot's like, please don't wear that. Right. Like, it's, please don't do wear that. Do not wear that. And so then when Talbot is with Costello, he wolfs out. Yep. And then, like, Costello's just, like, punching him in the face. He's all, come on, Abbott. Or like, come on, chick. chick. Yeah, and he's like, take that mask off. And never realizes that that's actually the Wolfman until the very end when they've strapped him down. And he's, like, trying to get him out. And then, uh-oh, the moon comes through again. And as he's on the table, like, he kind of becomes the Wolfman. And then we get, for 1948, a really cool scene. Right. Where the Wolfman and Frankenstein and Dracula are all fighting. Right, and there's Wilbur on the table, yeah, blah, 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 yeah, going like, around and around. He, and around. He's like, "Help me! Help me! Help me!" And I was thinking, which Ugh. is so. If this was made in like anything post like 1985, that scene would have been heavily CGI'd. Yes, it would have involved throwing through windows and breaking walls and crazy punches and no, it's just back and forth. Simple. Yeah, and that's what makes it work. Right, because and then there's another very very popularized visual gag. Uh, that happens in this movie is when they running from Frankenstein. Okay. They go barricade the door and they put the bed up against the door uh-huh. and they're pushing on the door to make sure it doesn't open. 
and then the door opens the opposite direction. Yeah, and, and just the top, kind of like a barn door is what Frankenstein me opens of. the door. Yeah, hello. Which is just like funny that Frankenstein, who has to walk with his hands out the whole time, is just like, oh, a door. Whoop. Let me open it. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a gag that I even told you. That's in Big Lebowski. Right. Where he, you know, people keep coming to his door and coming to his house. So he puts a big, you know, piece of wood, he nails it to the floor, and he puts a chair in the door so it doesn't open, so he can just get peace and quiet. And he forgets his door opens from the other way. It's just uh, great. It's a funny visual gag. Yes. Uh, so then the Wolfman is not defeated, but he escapes. Yes. Dracula's defeated. Frankenstein's defeated. Okay, can I tell you one of my favorite scenes? What? I love it when Sandra. Yeah. And what happens to her? She gets thrown out the window. I mean, he literally, yeah, because she's like, back. And he kind of goes back, and then he grabs her and literally walks over to this big window. And again, I'm thinking, woo, this is 1948. Boom! Throws her literally out the window. Now, I know he didn't really throw her out the window because I'm sure yeah. it was about, you know, a foot or something, and there was a big cushy mattress Did right there. Did your Google thing tell you it what didn't, really I, happened in that scene? No, because I was... That's not the guy who played Frankenstein. That's Lon Chaney Jr., Stepping in and being Frankenstein for that scene for some reason. I don't remember what the reason was, oh. but the reason you don't see the the real up close uh-huh. is because that's Lon was... Chaney Jr. Nice. in the makeup and in everything, just doing the Frankenstein bit for the little part. To cause... throw her out the window. Yeah, no, um, I was watching on Google Movies and it doesn't have the bits, oh, yeah, and right. I love the bits. That's my favorite part. Um, so this movie, yeah, it's, and the, so they get away, and then this is another thing that only to like classic horror movie fans, Abbott and Costello are in the little boat and they're like, we're finally, oh, Right before, when they're trying to get away from Frankenstein. Uh-huh. Frankenstein is throwing barrels at them. Yes. And Abbott's like, untie the boat. And Costello's just not doing it. He's like, untie the boat. And he just keeps throwing barrels. And finally, he's like, oh, right. And he unties the boat. And then, like, that's when Frankenstein's done. Right. Um, they're in the boat. And Costello's like, no more monsters. We did it. And then you hear a voice. <sighs> and you best. see a cigarette light up behind them and it's floating it goes oh i was hoping to join the party or whatever it allowed me to introduce myself i'm the invisible man and Avin and costello both jump out of the boat right and, and the then voice, there's the laughter yeah it's the laughter the voice is vincent price Yay! if you don't know who vincent price is he he's the voice in thriller yes and he's oh you need to see i think it's called the wax museum or uh, the fly the original, the, the original, fly? the fly. Do you know what else he's in the or original the of? Which I didn't realize was a was a remake. One time at Best Buy, I bought these like fifty classic horror movies. Right. And it's all the they're all movies that the license expired or whatever. Yeah, so public I domain. Yeah. Uh, so I just put it on the disc, and they're just playing. It's essentially just buy all the mystery science theater three thousand movies without the without the making fun of it. Right. So it's it they're just playing and they're just playing. And all of a sudden, I'm like watching one of them, and I'm like. This is I Am Legend. Oh. And it was. It was I Am Legend. But I didn't realize that was essentially, it was a book originally. But it wasn't, it's not called I Am Legend when in the Vincent Price version. Uh-huh. But then in the Will Smith version, it's called I Am Legend, but it's the exact same story. Wow. But it's super weird to see Vincent Price in that role. Yeah. And not an action star. Like, right. because it's like he does the underground bunker thing. He does all that. Like, I'm just like, this is I Am Legend. Wow. I love Vincent Price. I always have. Vincent Price is the best. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's it. Okay, rate it. Oh, this is a buy it. I don't even think you can buy it anymore, can you? Yeah, I'm sure you can. Probably on your phone or something. Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure too, like, 
it's Universal. So I, I would be surprised if Universal... I mean, I know that Universal has like a buy all the monster movies. I would almost be surprised if they didn't have a buy all the monster movies. Oh, also Abbott and Costello's in there. I'm sure you, there's... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because it's it's all of them. Right. Because it, it's not Abbott and Costello meet Schmackula. You know what I mean? It's not right. like... It's Dracula. It's Bela Lugosi's Dracula. This really... And the whole thing is like... Dracula had a bunch of movies. Wolfman had a bunch of movies. Right. Frankenstein had a bunch of movies. This is kind of its own thing. It's not really like a... It's it's not made to be a cinematic universe like Marvel or anything. Right, no. It's just, look, look at the dumb characters. Because in one of them, Larry Talbot's already been cured of his like lycanthropy. It's just, just strap it, just enjoy it. Just let it be a dumb thing where he's back as a werewolf. Just just let it happen. Like, right, it's just fine. No, it's good. So, okay, well then that sounds good. Should I do our blah blahs? We have this. Yeah, do the blah blahs. We have a Twitter. KTMA show at twitter.com or twitter.com slash KTMA show. We have a Facebook. Uh, Kit has some other proved on Facebook. If you want to support our baby little podcast, we have a Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash KTMA show. If you want to talk to us, we have a Discord. Uh, yeah, link is in the bio. Yeah, come talk to us. Uh, we have an email. Did I say that yet? KTMA show at gmail.com. And if you'd like to have some very cool KTMA show um, merchandise, I forgot the word. Yeah. It's Zazzle, Z-A-Z-Z-L-E dot com. That's and changing within the next week. You always say that, but you never do. Yeah, I meant to change it today, and then I just got tied up watching all the movies. Yeah, no worries. Okay. Do we get any emails this week? No, we didn't get emails. Well, whatever. Why does it matter? I'm sad. Don't be sad. No, don't guilt people into emailing us. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to guilt people. I just love emails. It makes <laughs> me so happy. So sorry. No, no, no. Don't feel bad, you guys. It's okay. Um, What should we talk about now? Are we done? Should we know. say goodnight? Yeah. I'm just kidding. Hey, what are you watching, buying, selling, trading? No, I'm not buying, selling, or trading anything. I'm not really watching anything new this week. Oh, yeah? Nothing? You didn't see anything new this week? You want to talk about that now? I mean, what? I don't know. Let me just ask the question. Hey, Mom, did you watch anything this week? Well, now that you asked me, I have to look it up because... No, not that. Well, I didn't watch anything new this week then. What did I watch? Hmm. What did I watch? Guess your Sunday was pretty boring. Oh, no, it wasn't. I didn't realize that. I thought we were... Okay. I saw... <laughs> you okay there? Sorry. Yeah, I have a cold and everything is just kind of... Bleh. I saw you do stand-up comedy and you were amazing. Thanks, Mommy. You were... No, you were so good. Thank you. And you don't use bad words. I didn't need to. And you don't talk about body parts. I didn't need to. Or yucky sex stuff. You don't need to talk about that. <laughs> no, Because it's not funny. I just it's talk private. About, That's private. I just talk about whatever. And you're I started about looking like a rat. Yes, and he Ruben was so good. If you guys missed it, which most of you did because you don't live here, he was so good. He was uh, the best. I no, I have always now my whole thing too is with comedy. Like now, if I ever go on trips, I'm always gonna look in that area because I could always do a show. Like say we go visit, uh, we go visit Kansas, right? Uh huh. I could look before we go on the trip or whatever showcases in kansas i could do one when we're out you know what i mean it's, right it's just what's cool about that is you just reach out to somebody a lot of people are pretty welcoming to like traveling comedians who are like oh you're from here yeah you got a clip shoot me a clip blah 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 blah. you like, gotta get some clips man i do have you get some clips i meant to record sunday and i totally zoned because i was like in my own head about it right um but it was good it was fantastic fun. you were amazing thanks mom you were the best thanks you were very funny that's appreciated. Yeah. And there was like 25 of us there total, wouldn't you say? 25? Yeah. 20, 25. And 12 of us came to see just Actually, you. Actually, 14. There was two people you didn't include because you didn't know them. 
Oh. It was a comedian who is my buddy, Chris, who I've met through doing other stand-up. Oh, was, that's he's, probably the guy that was talking to you that I didn't know who that was. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, he still. he was sitting up front, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. He, he laughed at you a lot. Good. So there's a picture that somebody took of you. Mm-hmm. And it's so great because what the picture of you is great, but the audience is all smiling. And do you realize who's in the audience? It's all you guys. I know. You can see dad, you can see my friends. It's But that... it's great to see them smiling because unfortunately there were some comics that none of us were. I, I felt really uncomfortable because first of all, it's in a party room. So it's a very small space. And I just kept looking at the floor at the bad ones, and then I felt bad because they could see me. So then I started looking like above their heads, like I was really paying attention, which I wasn't because they were naughty. <laughs> I don't think naughty is funny. That's fair. Um, so yeah, so I saw you. I was thinking of TV. Sorry. No, that's fine. What was that? What did I watch? I watched The Vault. I kind of talked about it earlier. Yeah, that's you fun. did. It's a Netflix scary movie. It does what it needs to do. Uh, Whitney and I thought we solved it in the first twenty minutes, and we didn't. Um, but it was a moot. We kind of solved it, but it was still enjoyable to watch, even though it was solved. Does that make sense? It was still like, yeah, I love like those. It was like, oh, okay. Like, I think I've said this before, like in the first couple episodes. Usual Suspects is okay. one of my favorite movies. I've never seen it. But but you know the whole thing is, Kevin Spacey is Kaiser Soze. That's the whole. People love to spoil it. It's still enjoyable, <coughs> even though you know that. Like, even though you know the spoiler, it's still like, oh. Like, the first time I saw it, I was still just like, wow. That's so good. Um, like so, that. so, The Vault was one of those movies where, even though I we predicted it, we weren't correct. We were close enough. Okay. But even though we predicted it close enough, we still enjoyed it. It was still, it's still in a movie on Netflix. It's free that you can just. You know what? Sometimes you need those. Yeah. All right. You know who it had in it? Who? Clint Eastwood's daughter. I mean, remember I said that, and I was like, oh, is that Clint Eastwood's daughter? And you said, go to bed. <laughs> That's what you said to me. Go to bed. That's fair. That's what you said, because I wanted to see it, and you said, go to bed. Uh, uh, uh-oh, Mom. What? What time is it? Ding, 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 Christmas ding. time? Christmas time. Yay! It's a Hallmark countdown. It is a Hallmark countdown. We have a new segment, because... Christmas Hallmark Countdown. We'll figure out it. We'll figure I out. I like that. No, that's fine. Hallmark Countdown. Uh, thousand Christmas movies are premiering. Thirty. They're doing one, one new Christmas movie every second that comes out. No, because most of them are new. So this week there was only one. Okay, what was so it we called? have two channels. First of all, we have the Hallmark Channel and we have the Hallmark Movie and Mystery Channel. Oh my gosh! I know. And some weeks there will be four. So over what, the weekend. Oh my gosh! What was this week's movie? This was only one, okay. and it was called Christmas at Pemberley Manor. Manor. Christmas at Pemberley Manor. Yes, Christmas at Pemberley this Manor. Sounds, this sounds like a children's point-and-click adventure game. Like it's Christmas at Pemberley Manor. Can you help us solve the Christmas mystery? Yeah, like, it wasn't exit, a mystery. It was exit. actually the characters are William Darcy and Elizabeth Bennet. Now wait a minute. So Those do you are, know what that is? Yeah. What is it? <laughs> I was going to try and say something dumb that was just not it, and I couldn't think. I was going to be like, those are the characters from Titanic. But that's not funny. That's like, yeah, you could. It's Pride and Prejudice. That's exactly what this is. It's Pride and Prejudice. It's Pride and Prejudice 2. No, it's Pride Christmas and Prejudice Bo- Modern. What? It's Modern. So Christmas William. Christmas at Pemberley Manor with. Mr. Schmorgasberg no, and Mrs. It's, Doodleheimer. No, it's all the characters with pretty much the same names, but it's a modern story about this party planner 
who has to plan a party because her boss, this is a little party, so her boss is going to do a big party. And then she meets Mr. Darcy, who owns this Pemberley Manor, but they're selling it. But then, they, but then oh, they're going to have Christmas over there in the time squ- in the town square, but oh, there's a water leak. So she convinces Mr. Darcy, blah, blah, blah. Does Brian Doyle Murray play Santa Claus in this one? No, that's Zero a different one. No. Um, I would honestly give wait, it Wait, wait, wait. No, we need a fun rating for this one. Okay, okay. I got this. I got this. I, I got, got the two. Okay, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I don't know. I was going to say like one snowball, two snowballs, or three snowballs. What? Well, I was going to say one to 12 days of Christmas. What does this get? Because if it's... Yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay. 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 I would give this about a seven. Your grandma actually... What's get- seven in the song? I have no idea. Oh, I have no idea. Five golden rings. Six. I don't know. Six. I don't know. Anyway, seven. Seven. It's a C. Your grandmother actually gave it a C. Okay. Because she and I talk um, about them after they're done. So it's pretty good. Uh, Some are going to be really good. Some are going to be bleh. This was pretty good. So Christmas at Pemberley Manor. I would watch it probably once a year. This is not... I have some favorites that... Like, I have this one that I absolutely love that was on several years ago that when it... I've probably seen it ten times. Christmas... No. Uh, love at the Thanksgiving Day Parade is my absolute favorite. But this Christmas at Pemberley Manor was... I'd give it a seven out of ten. So, seven lords leaping? Uh, seven swans a-swimming. Sw- I'd give it seven swans a-swimming. Now, wait a minute. It's six geese a-laying. Right? That's just the same thing. That's just, there's seven of them in the lake and six of them are just sitting there being dumb. No, so geese are different than swans. Geese are ugly and nasty. Yeah, swans aren't very nice either. Because yeah, they're but beautiful, like, but they... No, but like if I kicked a... <laughs> Please don't kick anything. <laughs> <laughs> like what animal's going to respond positively to With kicking, kicking it, yeah. It doesn't if usually... I, if, I... if I kick it, well, duh. <laughs> I went and kicked a cow and he loved it. Yeah, no, it's not going to happen. Okay, anything else? Uh, this comes my favorite part. I think I think next week, or this coming weekend, there are three Hallmark movies I get to talk about. You said four. Well, I said some weeks. Oh. This week there's two on the Hallmark Channel and one on Hallmark Movie and Mystery Channel. You know what I want you to do next week? What? I want you to tell me one more than there truly isn't. I want you to make one up. Oh, easy. No, but I just want you to give me the yeah. four titles. Right. And I want you to have me... Decide which is the fake one. Which is one. the one that you just made up. Okay. Because I could tell you right now which one I would have picked. Huh. Christmas at Pemberley Manor. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds dumb and made up. Okay. Well, you wait. Oh, boy. Okay. I don't want to do this anymore. Um... What's okay? Bye, everybody. No, we have to do the theme for next week. Oh, what's the theme? The theme for next week is actors out of character. So, an yeah, actor or an actress that is going against their typecast. And I am so excited. At first, I kind of gave you a hard time. I'm like, you I think really, we already did this. And, and you're I was like, like, you say that every time, Mom. Yeah, you do. Well, because I don't want to repeat anything. But, but anyway. at the same time, I mean, we've also done a thousand episodes. Like, we're. I was talking to somebody, I think it was Taylor, and he's like, I'm surprised that you guys are still having themes. And I was like, it's not easy. Yeah, we're running out. We need some ideas, guys. Yes. Um, anyway, okay, can I go first? Yeah, go first. Because you have choices. That's fine. 1993. Okay. Or 2015. I'm not choosing it. I'm saying it. 2015. Yeah. 1993, 2015. Um... 
1993. Okay. This is a great cast. I uh, believe there were some Oscars given out. Okay. The stars Denzel Washington. Okay. And Tom Hanks. Yes! You were watching Philadelphia. What? Oh, no. We can't watch that movie. so sad. I know. Do you we know? can't watch sad, sad Philadelphia. You don't want to watch it? No, that's... How can it be like, Hey, welcome back, kids. It's Mother Proof. We normally goof on stuff. Tom Hanks has a crippling disease. Okay, do you want me to switch it? Yeah, what's the other one? What's so you use your pass. Okay, I pass. I pass on Philadelphia because we can't... That's like being like, Oh, I gave you... Schindler. But it fit the theme. It totally fit the theme, but that's also like giving me Schindler's List because Liam Neeson isn't playing an action hero. All right. But, so say you, you did good, Mom. You, that was a really good choice, Mom. But I used my pass. I used my pass. Okay. So. Uh, you, now, I'm, now I'm worried. And I have to remember what the name of it is because I always forget the name of it. It's starring Steve Carell. Okay. And it's called, I forget the name of it. Fox Catcher. Fox Catcher. You know our weird relation to that movie, right? I do. That your father knew the brothers. Yeah, he like wrestled like with the brothers. With one the, of them, one of them more than the other. Yeah, but like dad knew them. Yeah. So like when that movie came out, he was kind of excited, wasn't he? I believe it was the opposite. Okay. It was a why would I go see that? I lived it. Right. Like, Some of it, not all. But of I it. mean, like he he knew those guys, and then that. It'd kind of be like if someone I went to high school with became famous, why would I go watch a biopic about them? Okay. I, I lived through them being in high school and then becoming famous. Right. So you're going to see Foxcatcher with Steve uh, Carell. With it's, Steve Carell. Have you seen it? No. I always we watched wanted it. to. We watched so, it. Apparently super good. Uh, really? Well, that's what your dad said. Well, yeah. Because he knew them. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. So you get two choices. Okay. 2007. Okay. Or 2007. Well, that's not a choice. <laughs> I pick 2007B. Are you sure? A. Are you sure? Just give me one. I Do don't you care. want to know an actor in each of the movies that is not the actor that's changing type? Nope. I won't give anything away. As long as I'm not watching um, 54, then I'm f Studio 54. I don't then know I'm... what that is. Good, because I'm not watching One of that. the actors is Henry Cavill. And then the I don't know who he is. Superman. I don't. I still don't know who he is. The new Superman from Justice League. I've never. Oh yeah. Yes, okay. you did. It was we had an episode. <laughs> yeah. No. No. That was my um, birthday episode. And the other one. Okay. Has Dane Cook. No. The I don't want to watch that one. You sure? Yeah. I want to watch the first one. Are you sure? I don't know which one do I want to watch. Already? Originally, you picked 2007 B. Okay. Let's do B. Okay. So it's a Steve Carell episode next week. Uh, you're watching Dan in Real Life. I almost picked that one. Yeah, I love. So Steve Carell is so funny because he really does like. He really does play against type a lot, which is funny right. because you would think that then that kind of becomes his type. Right. I almost picked, even though I know you hate it, Little Miss Sunshine. Right. And you know what I almost picked too was the one with Billy that where he plays the Bobby, the Billy Jean King. Yeah, one, yeah. Because he is such a different. He's a really great character actor, don't you think? Yeah. He, him, and John C. Riley are the same in my brain because here's what it oh, is. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. I play stupid, dumb idiot who eats glue. Yeah, but not but then all the I, time. But then I go on to be this amazing, very, very, almost terrifying at times character. Yeah. Like, look at John C. Riley playing Wreck-It Ralph, right? Right. And then him playing, like, very serious roles in other movies. Right. Dewey Cox. Right. And then other very serious roles. Right. Well, even Steve Carell, 
to me, he'll always be the dad in Alexander and the Horrible No Good, Very Bad Day. thought you were going to say Michael Scott or Gru. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot about Gru. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never seen The Office. <sighs> or maybe one. I've never seen an episode Dad from Star Dad watched Star- it a lot more Yeah, than I just walk out of a room. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to sit down. So, all right. So, it's Steve Carell episode Steve next Carell week. Steve Carell week next week with Dan in Real Life. And, and Foxcatcher. Foxcatcher. The Dan Catcher. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what? So, okay. Dan- Fox in Real Life. I like Dan Catcher. Dan or- Catcher. Dan Catcher. All right, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.